0: Hello and welcome to Flying High with Flutter. This is your host, Alan Wima, and today I'm with Luke Urban. Now, Luke is a very interesting guy. So we were just chatting before the show and I learned so much more about him than I ever would have thought to know about. And, uh, but the main thing we bring him on here, of course, is for his, uh, versioning of Flutter environments. I thought that was pretty cool and interesting. But you know what? I'm just going to let him go ahead and introduce himself. So Luke, why don't you go ahead and talk about, you know, who you are? Hi. I'm
1: Luke, I'm a Flutter developer by day and a blogger, as I would say by night. So, uh, I was working on Flutter for, I'm working on Flutter still for about two years. And during that time, uh, I developed some packages and some tools to help me work and to make, um, my Flutter development much easier. I'm also interested, interested in many other languages and topics around programming. So I think that that will sum up my intro.
0: (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Why don't you tell us more about, you know, what kind of work do you do actually, because everybody has a really different job, obviously. So what kind of things do you do at your work? Cause you have a very interesting job. I think you were talking a little bit about it just before we started. Yeah. I
1: work in a med tech startup. So, um, We're a company based in Poland that is focusing on helping people, actually. That's our main goal. Um, So we rewrote the entire application on Flutter because... to Flutter because it was so um, cost-effective to do it that we spent the entire year just copying the the functionalities from from the native uh, Kotlin and Swift to Flutter to maintain the exact copy in each platform. And during that that, that, that time, I um, I came across some very interesting problems, as I would say, that I think nobody had before. And actually, it came out great. We released the Flutter up at the beginning of March, uh, right before the release of flutter 2.0 as hopefully uh, people know that flutter 2.0 was released at the beginning of march as well (laughs) but before our release uh, after our release and yeah it's it's great i think uh, our work in 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 that company is very important and um, actually flutter makes it Cost-effective and much easier to to do it, especially in startups where uh, things tend to change so quickly. Uh, each day, uh, I, I may do something different that wasn't planned, and uh, yeah, that that's great. That's what I do.
0: So, for your job, you're only working with Flutter. Or are you also doing other pieces of the 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 app, or, or what's kind of? Um, I'm
1: helping mostly on Flutter, like I was doing Flutter up until last month, mainly, it was my main goal to finish that app, but before that, I was helping um, other friends, other colleagues in in their parts uh, on the back-end side and uh, on the front-end as well, but Flutter was my main goal, and right now, I switched a little bit to um, writing, actually, with Python, so Last year, last month was Python based, and that's what I do uh, on a daily basis since I think April. Uh, but sometimes, when 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 Flutter ca- uh, something from Flutter came up, I'm, I'm actually doing that uh, as a priority. So, yeah, N- not only Flutter.
0: So. But actually, how did you get started into Flutter, right? Everybody's journey is a little bit different. So what was your journey to to Flutter? It wasn't my choice, actually.
1: (laughs) Um, My boss uh, actually suggested Flutter. Uh, It was before I came to the company. Um, He was wondering what to pick. Should should they pick React Native or should they pick Flutter? Um, Flutter seems a, a lot younger. Compared to React Native, it wasn't mature enough, but, uh, eventually, uh, after doing some digging, um, he, uh, with me, of course, we, we, together came up with, with, the, with the idea that we should write in Flutter. And that's the reason I came to the company. I actually, I didn't know Flutter when I, when I, uh, when I joined them. So, uh, I was learning, I think two or three months before I, I joined. And then after this time, I just started doing Flutter and it was like, it it was quite hard to be honest, to jump right into the, um, like this enterprise level app. I I think it's, it's, it's not like Hello World app, right? It's, it's more advanced than that. So. Yeah, that's, that's my journey. It wasn't my, my choice. Uh, previously, before I was actually writing a little bit more in React Native, I was starting with that. Um, so um, Yeah, but at the end, we, we picked Flutter. So
0: how do you feel about your choice?
1: It, it was great, actually. Um, it's actually great. I, I was I was I was kind of scared about writing it in React Native. Uh, based on of, uh, on what I know by the time, uh, it was quite um, strange to um, think otherwise and think that Flutter will be better. But looking at, at it right now, I, I don't see any any other way. Um, I joined heavily on the on the Flutter community, community and uh, it's great. It's much better, I think, that that the other one. Uh, people are so welcoming and uh, and supportive, um, so it it was a great choice. Now, when Flutter two was released, it, it's even better since yeah, the six magical six platforms are available to us. So.
0: I'm actually kind of curious about your background, right? How did you actually get started into programming and what did you start off with and how did you progress in your career?
1: Um, I was studying computer science, but I didn't finish. Uh, I was wor- working, uh, since my second year, uh, in a company and actually I worked more than I studied mm, and that evolved into, um, more advanced topics. I was a backend developer at first, then I switched to the front end, then I switched a little bit to the DevOps side and eventually at the end I was doing the project that was containing almost every part of it. Um, and during this time, I, I always thought that it's it doesn't matter what language you're picking, it's like the, the way of thinking that matters. And actually, I, I, I'm thinking that it doesn't matter what, what language I choose. I, I have the same way of thinking about it. And, and that, that helps me like learn new things much quicker. And yeah. So I have a little bit background. Uh, so it's not like I'm self taught. Um, I'm, I'm mostly self taught but with some computer degree background, as I would say.
0: But what languages were you using for the backend? I mean, obviously, frontend is always HTML, CSS, JavaScript if you have to, but how about backend? Is he doing typical PHP or...?
1: Yeah, back then it was PHP, uh, but after the front-end period, we switched to Node. Um, so it was PHP with the Symfony framework, then it was front-end with Angular, and then actually we switched to the Node.js framework called Nest.js, which is a perfect uh, example of how technologies should uh, learn from each other, because the um, Nest.js was based on how Angular works, actually. So it was like, take everything um, from Angular that it's DOM-related and put the Node.js inside of the Express there, so I was using that, and yeah, and that that evolves evolves to Flutter eventually.
0: I'm actually kind of curious now that you've you you did some Node right, so having the Node experience did it actually help you at all when you're writing Dart and when you're writing Flutter? And to me, I I feel like when I'm writing Dart, I feel like I'm writing like a mix between java and uh javascript but mostly on the javascript side so i don't know about how you feel you feel like especially we have the async await right it's very similar to the way javascript does theirs yeah you're
1: you're, you're right i mean um it's very similar um the async are especially similar um but also the, the, the all the Rx operators and, and the RI modifications uh, methods. So they are very similar. They, they are different, but usually when I'm searching something for Flutter, I'm usually searching for JavaScript alternative, actually. And usually it's like the first, first thing that comes up is it, the right answer. So, yeah, it's very similar. But I wouldn't say that it helped me. Actually, um, the as I said, the, the background behind so how the asynchronous requests work that that helped me. But actually, the 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 thing about widget tree so it, it, it's a um, it was very ugly at first when I looked at Flutter code and Dart code because usually uh, I was writing the um, the the domain driven design structure like uh, in in my project so i had separate service ser- separate controller separate view and separate styling for example in angular but in flutter it's like it's all in one and it was at first it was it was looking very messy so um it w- it took me a while to understand how the life cycle of, of a widget uh, tree uh, should evolve in, in in the app with all the uh, state management solutions, which is the the big topic in Flutter community. So to combine the knowledge I had with the knowledge I had to learn, it was very hard to to combine those two.
0: Yeah, I also find it very strange. I mean, it almost seems like a, a language in its own when you build up your widget tree, right? Yeah, it seems like you keep reconstructing the same thing. It's very weird, but at the same time, it works. Um, actually, when you get, you can get used to it quite quickly. I think you feel about the same way as as I do.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, the concept is very similar because uh, I can say uh, what it looked like in 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 Angular that we had components there, so it was like the the page was constructed with components and i think react native has also the same uh, concept but the way it looked the like um right now my my my, my friend and my boss uh started learning uh, flutter actually as well uh, to his uh private project and uh, when he looked at the at the dart code at first at the flutter code he said that he it looks it looks ugly it looks Unreadable at first, uh, but after a while, after getting used to it, he he said it, it, it's 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 that's that's how this language looks. That's how this framework is structured. So there's nothing nothing special, nothing ugly about it. It's just its specification.
0: Yeah, it's quite interesting, actually. Uh, I don't know if you noticed, but later this this month, we actually have the one of the creators of Dart coming on. So. Might be pretty interesting to talk to him about this, because I am quite interested to know how these things kind of got hooked up. I mean, Dart was, if I understand correctly, supposed to be a kind of a replacement for JavaScript at some point. So it's interesting how it went from there to now, like, you know, backend and also, of course, uh, Flutter, right, cross-platform. is very uh, interesting and how the power of Dart is what really powers Flutter, right?
1: Yeah, I I also heard that Flutter was uh, that was meant as a separate language. It was not like constructed with Flutter in mind. It was constructed separately and then reused as a as a Flutter um, language. So, yeah, I, I mean, we had few like JavaScript replacements. I I, I think uh, for for the Node.js, the most recent one is Dino. So. Let's see how it how how it went. Uh, it didn't replace it. I think languages uh, are not replaceable that easily. So, um, but Flutter as a framework, I think, will replace most of the current ones because how easy it is actually. Um, so.
0: Yeah, I buzz around the uh, Facebook groups a little bit. I see a lot of kind of the more of the simpler questions that people, well, I saw a couple of questions that worried me. One of the questions I saw was, I want to do Flutter, so what language should I learn? I'm like, wait a minute, you don't even know that Flutter uses Dart? <laughs> I was a little bit surprised. And also the typical one is, I want to build an Uber clone. Yeah. How do I do it? Who can tell me? Oh, <laughs> good uh, luck.
1: <laughs> I have the the... the the similar, uh, similar feeling about those groups uh, sometimes. Uh, I especially like uh, the question, can I run Xcode on Windows? Um, and, and it's like, yeah, you could if you have a Hackintosh and, and stuff like that. But yeah, there are very, very strange questions. I recently I had actually A guy messaged me on on Instagram Um, because I I always say that if anyone wants to talk to me about programming in general, my DMs are open and I can help if I can. Um, And this one guy reached out to me uh, and he said, hey, I want to learn Flutter. And I was like, "Okay, so do you have any programming backgrounds? What do you want to learn first? Um Do you have any experience with Flutter, or are you just a, the beginner? And he said, "No, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a graphic designer, and I want to learn to make uh, messenger-like apps using um Adobe XD uh, or Sketch to export it to Flutter." And I was like, "Okay, so you want the prototyping tool? I mean, Flutter. You you, you can use Flutter to to do it, but..." I mean, for example, Figma has a great app called Figma Mirror, which you can prototype and, and basically display the app on your device while you're working. Um, it's not even hot reload. It's, it's just prototyping. So if you want to do prototyping, why picking such a powerful framework as Flutter? Right.
0: Yeah. Actually, that's, it's funny that you say that because I kind of feel that using Flutter to prototype is actually really, really uh, great and really, really fun. And I've taught Flutter as a workshop, like just a one day, like four hour workshop. Uh, when you start getting the set state, it gets complicated with people, right? Because it takes some time to understand like what state and why you have to do set state, etc. But just building up like buttons and pages and padding, especially, right? Adding these little st- simple things and part of the audience, the people who are doing this, were graphic designers, and they caught on like that, and they were able to actually build some really interesting stuff. Um, one of the things that they got caught up on was how to style buttons, right? Because styling buttons is difficult because you have to add the material state property and all this kind of stuff. That's not so fun, but, you know, container, card, padding color, text with text style, especially if you have an HTML, CSS background, very easy to do. You can wrap your head around the, uh, the main axis alignment with rows, with rows and columns. It's very easy to do. So it's, it's really quite interesting what you can do. And, and that's also what I really like about Flutter is that even with even as a complete beginner, you can build some really interesting apps and then just knowing a bit more and knowing a couple more widgets and start combining them in certain different ways. You can really do some interesting stuff and uh, that's really what attracted to me, was that I could build an Xcode app or an Android app, but it would look exactly like the default components because I have no idea how to have to style this stuff. But you know, with Flutter, it's like, wow, it's really a blank canvas. And because of Flutter, I can do any design. Well, there was one design I had some problems with, but I passed it to one of my developers, and he managed to fix it for me. I was just trying to get something in a certain place, but um, on different screen sizes, he was able to figure it out. But for me, for me, that was the only time I couldn't figure out how to do it myself.
1: Yeah, um, w- when you said about the 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 the, the uh, axis alignment, I I figured I, I remembered what helped me during my first uh, initial Flutter development. So I was kind of struggling with it, the, the rows and columns concept. So. Um, But I, when I, when it clicked in my head that it's the same as, as a, as a flex property in, in CSS. So you have rows and columns. It clicked. It just clicked. It was like immediate. So I, I realized it's the same thing. And then I was like doing all these layouts much easier, uh, from, from there. So yeah, it is good for prototyping, but I mean, uh, if, if you have the intent to become a this mystical designer developer that Philip uh, talked about on the uh, Flutter engagement, it was a great talk. Um, I often quote him on on several things that he said there. So it, that's a great path. So you're a graphic designer. You have the 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 stylistic thinking. You have the user in mind, and then you start learning Flutter. It's a perfect way to to create app from scratch but if your main goal is to just learn um the graphic design as it is i mean i feel if you don't consider becoming a programmer or or a flutter developer it's 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 just a little overkill for me i would i would call, call it that way but it it's true it's 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 great but and the second thing i remember uh that in one of my articles, I wrote about Flutter being the framework for building like professional uh, apps, the enterprise level apps. So, you have a big company, several apps to maintain, the same business goal. And I talked there about the business logic behind each app. So, when you're having a business uh, and you're maintaining several apps, it usually means that you have to have the common business logic. So you're basically doing the same thing, but on each app, uh, when, when you're, when it's business focused. So I wrote that and one of the guy shouted at me on the comment section, telling me that Flutter is a new concept. It's a UI framework. You don't need business logic. You don't need anything. Uh, you just need one developer and that's it. And I was like, Is it really, I mean, everything has a business logic doing spreadsheet has business logic, so yeah. People, I think sometimes consider Flutter UI only framework. I mean, I think that's, that's a, that's a common thing that if people don't know the Flutter, his robustness in, in doing the design often is misled to, to be just a UI framework.
0: Yeah. I mean. If you look at their website, they do say it's a UI toolkit. And I do agree that's really what it is. But yeah, of course. I mean, but Dart is still a programming language, right? You can still do it. I think what they may be trying to... Let let me say it this way, right? I've been watching this guy. I think it's called Coding with Mitch. Uh, I asked him to come on the show, but sadly he declined. Um, But uh, he's been... He started off as a, nat- as a native Android developer, right? And then he he made a video uh, kind of being a little bit critical of Flutter. So, he, he of course, he he really praised, which is what it is, which is making beautiful UIs, how simple it was. And there's a lot more better things about Flutter, like when you put the app to the background, pull it back out, like the state just saves automatically. You don't have to do anything with this, like on resume and on pause, these kind of callbacks that you usually do in Android. But what he did talk about and i think is really true is that um flutter without plugins flutter is kind of dead in the water right because you still need to reach into the native sdk you still need to to use these kind of things right and if you don't have plugins that dig into the native sdk and get the things that you need then it's it's just not going to work out, and I think that's kind of true, right? Because if you look at all the plugins that are very popular, they basically most of them all have like integrations to the native SDK, uh, or they have to call native code, like using Swift or using uh, Java or Kotlin. And even if they go into Windows or Mac or Linux, right? They all have these native code, and you really need that, right? And so, okay, it does make it, it does make sense to me to call it a native toolkit, and with the UI. But yeah, I mean, you still need to, to call into Native SDK to do some really important stuff. I don't, I don't know what you think, but that's his basic his basic thing at the end was if the plugin ecosystem is good, then Flutter is really good. If the ecosystem of the plugins for Flutter are bad, that's really bad that it's exponential in that way. And I think that makes sense. I don't know if you have any kind of opinion about this topic.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um I had some problems with packages myself, uh, even with the, with the, with the packages from Flutter team. Most recently, uh, Google changed their policy about, uh, storage permissions on Android, uh, affecting my fifth, uh, you cannot ask, ax- ask permission to, to access all files on, on, um, on the device. And actually the image picker package from Flutter team is using the deprecated methods. So it was like, you cannot use it, but it's done by the Flutter teams, and it was it was quite harsh. Gladly, I, 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 w- I, um, I wasn't using that package, but I had to remove one of the most important one that we used, uh, the, the most useful one. But actually, is it that, that kind of problem? I mean, um, if you're using Flutter to make enterprise-level apps, right, isn't it like you have the experience with the native code and it's just like you're shaping this beautiful ui with the with your knowledge about the native sdk i mean um personally i did two projects uh, two things on flutter that i'm very proud of one of those is speech recognition but not based on siri or um, apple or google ecosystem but it's based on a four year old project called pocket sphinx i don't know if you remember pocket sphinx was a speech synthesizer/speech recognition tool which um which converted the words into syllables and then those syllables were recognized by by the uh, by the device and actually uh, some guy a couple of years ago at the beginning of flutter he started Doing package to connect it to the Flutter using streams. So you have a stream of incoming words that you recognized. Um, but it was hard, but I managed to do it. I, I, I have this package in my, in my, in my uh, back drawer. I, I'm not showing that to anyone because it's not ready to, to be released, but I mean, the ability to, Came up with words, and for your app to recognize it is very powerful for me. But I wouldn't be able to do it if I only had Flutter knowledge. I I had to had some knowledge about programming at in general to to make it happen. And the second thing was actually um, like um, like the scanning feature. So you're you're prompted with with a camera. You're snapping a photo, and you're Detecting edges on on the page, so we had to do it basically um, from scratch with some adjustments, like combining some some techniques from uh, from native SDK. But it, it was doable. I, I I don't see any problem. Um, like if you, if you decide to use Flutter, I mean, you're agreeing to the cost of having to, to do some apps, uh, some some code in the, in the native SDK. I mean, I, I always felt it, it was kind of natural.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's there's no problem with that, right? But I think that, uh, yeah, I mean, it's I just thought it was interesting because I never thought about that before, that really without the native SDKs to, to lean back on Flutter is kind of, I mean, it's just a UI thing. Of course, there's some business logic. You can write out stuff in Flutter, but... I mean, obviously, the more interesting stuff, you still need the native SDK, no matter what. So, um, but I think we're we're venturing off into an interesting topic. But, you know, it's, the show should be, this episode should really about about you, right? Um, I did want to ask a little bit more about, because you're from Poland, right? So not everybody is in Poland or have been there. I mean, how is the community of Flutter developers out there? Is Flutter actually something? Or uh, would you tell us some more about it?
1: I think it is, but during the current situation, um, uh, where I, I wasn't able to discover it that much. Uh, I was on one, uh, meetup in, uh, in my city. Um, and it was actually hosted by one of the Google, um, GDEs, uh, Mr. Krzysztof. Uh, he's a GDE on Flutter. Um, and, uh, I think Flutter community is very strong, uh, in Poland. I mean, many people are um, recognized, as I would say. So we have a few GDEs, uh but also, um, I mean, we have the Flutter Europe hosted in Poland, actually. It's, it's in Warsaw. So um, I missed that, but I won't miss it again. And I think um it, it, it I think everywhere is a good Flutter um community. Uh when I saw the Flutter engagement going on for two straight weeks after the initial presentation, it was like crazy to me that this thing happened two weeks ago and they are still talking and they are still evol- involved with it with all those those stuff. It was a Flutter um engage from all over the world. I, I don't know, uh, how much, how many countries were involved, but I was constantly seeing on Twitter that Flutter Engage in certain country was happening. And actually the, um, the people involved in Flutter were involved as well in each, each, every one of those, uh, Flutter Engage, uh, conferences. So it was very nice to see that not only the community is great, but the people behind the framework uh, are also evo- evolved with the community. So it was great to see. And the same goes from I- in Poland. I mean, um, the one package I have published, uh, which is the, we mentioned it before the, the start of the show, um, the, the PayU payment package. Actually, uh, it was the idea of uh, one of the, Person in, in, in the Flutter group on Facebook, so he asked, "What are you guys using um, to 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 make payments?" And I said, "I wrote the simplest, dead simple uh, Flutter pl- plugin package uh, to to make it make it possible to do to to, to, uh, to to pay with with PayU." And like few people said, okay, release that. We need this, and it wasn't my idea. I didn't want to publish it. I was actually a little bit ashamed of that. Um, but after they said they they are interested, I actually created the documentation. I uh, checked the the the, um, the syntax uh, and released it um, as a, as a Flutter package. And actually, it got, it for me, it, it went very nice. Like the the outcome was was very nice, and people actually think enjoyed enjoyed it.
0: Okay, so it was your first plug-in. You published it. You felt? Did you feel like imposter syndrome? Is, is that kind of what happened? Is you felt like oh, I could you no. Know?
1: Imposter syndrome is is my middle name. I would say, uh, I always felt that, but then I learned that when you're feeling like an imposter. It means you're doing something right. And, um, in my first job, I was like, for a few years, I had some ideas. I had some thoughts about certain topics, about the structure, about how it should work. And I never said a dime and never said a thing. I, I kept everything to myself. And then I changed, switched the project, uh, and, on the second project, people were like, okay, how would you do it? And I was like, you're asking me? So then I felt the same, the same way as I, as I did in the first company, but then I was asked about it. So I was forced to say it aloud and actually it turned out I, my ideas were semi, semi good and after implementing those um every, every everyone was happy so now when i'm thinking i'm 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 feeling like an imposter. i i try i'm trying to remember that that moment that i felt the same way previously and it's just a feeling so uh, every time i release a new article and i'm afraid to send my friends a link to to this uh, for example to this podcasts i mean what they will think, what what will happen? I, I don't have any anything to say. I'm not good enough. It, it's all it's all just feelings. So, um, I think that if you have good intentions and you're patient enough, you're not. You don't have to be worried about impo- being an, an impostor. You're, you're not. You're, you're just a guy, a person doing what you like, and that's it.
0: Yeah, I, I know what you mean. I think our story is a little bit similar where I wasn't asked what you know, what should we do. It was more like I was what what we call voluntold, right? So whenever some problem came up that nobody had any background in, they just kinda of pointed to me and said, uh, well let me give you a, a background, right? So I told you I I don't think I kinda of told you before I worked on some native apps. So I wrote a one of our clients with at the time I worked on an ERP system and we had a customer who was doing uh, wine on consignment. So they, they go to a restaurant and they would say, okay, we're taking over your wine program. Here's the menu. This is the price per glass. This is the price per bottle. Uh, the way we charge you is we charge you per bottle. So whether or not the bottle was drunk, like drank by a customer, you broke it, you lost it, it was stolen or whatever, you pay us. So they'd have to go to every single restaurant And they used their they used they used to use pen and paper and they would write how many bottles there are and they'd go back and write into the ERP system we'd calculate the invoice for them. Eventually, they asked for a mobile app because you would just go and you would deliver it and then you would just use the app and it would go right away. And so I was told, you know, I asked, "Who's going to write this?" And he said, "What do you mean, who's going to write this? It's it's you." I said, "What do you mean? What do you mean it's me? I don't I don't know what I'm doing." And they said, "Well, you got to figure it out. Good luck." And then I did this in Android, right? Because Android, you know, you can. Do whatever and so i had a mac my boss had a uh, ubuntu machine and of course whenever you have android or ios you have to have the other one right so they came over to me and they said uh yeah guess what um we're gonna need a uh, ios one okay who's gonna do that what do you mean who uh, obviously you right you're the expert <laughs> i've never done i've never done ios before and i said well you gotta learn it right so that was kind of my foray into mobile apps and uh, yeah, so I, I totally uh, understand, you know, so similar, sto- I, th- I think it's quite similar where you're kind of like put in a position of authority, but at the same time, you know, you weren't really asking for it. It just kind of happens, right?
1: I'm surprised how so, similar it is, actually. If my friend is watching right now, because he, he's, he said that he would, he's probably laughing very hard at this because usually when the the same, the same story, when when the, the, some, something new came up and, um, there was no one to, to do it and no one had the knowledge or no one had the expertise, they usually throw it at, at me and my friend. And we usually, uh, we, we, we were, we were usually the ones to, 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 to make it. Mm, yeah. So it, I, I'm very surprised that how similar it is.
0: What I want to say is that in the end, I mean, it makes you a stronger developer, right? So to me, I've never really written Kotlin before, but last week I spent a lot of time digging into a plugin and just changing everything. And actually, I found a lot of bugs in their software, in their code, just reading it. Like, wait a minute, this is not right. And I change it and then I'm going to submit a PR pretty soon. Uh, but yeah, it's I was quite surprised, uh, you know, that I have to do all this kind of stuff. So I've always been a little bit of a hacker. Actually...
1: When you think about it, that's the best way to learn programming. I mean, when you have everything at hand, so you're going to the pub.dev and you're searching for a certain plugin, you're searching the solution already. So you're into the solution. And you're not thinking about the problem. You're getting a solution. When you said you submitted a PR to this code, I remember that I already, before I started um Flutter development. I already submitted one thing to the to the flutter community, and it was actually the biometric security thing. Uh, I had the feature to make. i had I had a feature to make that was show the custom uh, biometric prompt, right? So not the system default, but you you have to create custom UI and you have that the little uh, fingerprint icon and and you need to press it and it needs to be custom, right? And it was like, okay, that it that should be possible. It seems seems reasonable to do it. And I looked at the, the documentation. I looked at the code. I looked at the current pull requests that were in the um, Flutter plugins because the um, plugin responsible for biometric authentication is um, is is, uh, is maintained by the by the Flutter team. So. I went there and I said, okay, that I think that's, 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 that's not true because it's no longer an option to, to submit your custom, um, UIs. And actually they deleted it. So it was the first involvement in, in the Flutter community. So I think that le- th- that taught me a lot more than just Googling and searching the packages because I learned how the um, platform channels work. How to integrate the flutter uh, code with the with the uh, native sdk's so i mean yeah that i think that's that's the best way to learn actually
0: yeah i also think so also you, you learn quite a bit too because you see how these guys did their code and you know that could influence you both in positive a positive and a negative way right like yeah. i've learned some things probably not to do <laughs> um and also, I learned a little bit more about iOS development where you can, you know, say, okay, if you're an iOS 10 version, do this. If you're an iOS 12, you can do this one instead. It's also very interesting because to me, I always wonder about how you handle these kind of situations. And so that's how you handle an iOS. Um, how about, uh, we're actually talking about a lot of things, right? And, and I, I enjoy that. But I think what I think is also interesting, I really want to, and of course, the main topic here is about your tool, right? Uh, I remember I I think I just joined the Facebook group and I seen that you wrote this thing and, uh, I apologize. I'll just be direct. When I first saw you post that you made this tool, I think I may be commented, but I know I definitely thought I said, why the heck did this idiot, I said, idiot to myself. Of course, you're not an idiot, but you know, I just said, why the heck did this guy write this tool? What's the point? Because I like to use ASDF, I don't know if you've ever heard of that before, but that's also like a way to manage different kinds of things you install. Uh, I, I use that a lot and also use that for Flutter too. And I think I actually made a, a comment on their post and said, why don't you just use ASDF because it already manages more than just Flutter. Um, I think you actually maybe be ready to reply to that and you were like, well, I just wanted to have a try and see how it goes. Uh, I, th- I totally appreciate that, right? You learn a lot from this. Sorry, you're going to say something?
1: Yeah, actually, uh, there's there's a different story behind the, the creation of this tool. It it was also by by it, it was quite surprising because we released our app on the 1st of March, right? Uh, and it, it was in a version 1.225. And after 3 days, we just released our first initial feather app. They changed the the entire thing. Like it blew. So after three days, I sat down and I upgraded my Flutter. And nothing worked. Nothing worked. Uh, it was supposed to, and I tried updating all the packages to the newest version. I uh, I upgraded all the new sa- uh, to, to the all new saf- safety ones. I tried it all, and it still didn't build. So it was the third day of our initial release. After our initial release and I thought, what the actual frick? What, what should I do now? And it was like, okay. Flutter is actually a Git repository, right? So you have the path to these SDK and it's, and it's lying there. So I need to revert it. I need to revert to this specific version. I remembered what version it was. So I, I reverted it and it, it didn't work at first so actually when you downgrade uh, from it, it was after the initial release so maybe they fixed it but when you downgrade it from version 2.0 to to the previous version something was not right and you could not build the flutter app like you previously did it so i use fastlane to, to build my flutter apps Um, so i have one comment to build three different versions of, of actually Flutter app. So we have the development app, the uh, stage app, and then we have the pre release app. Uh, and they are all done by typing one command. So, and it had to be that way because we are testing on the, the, the new features on the development app. Then we are switching to the staging one when we have the connection to the the more production version um, and then we have the pre-release version which has a different api connected which is connected to the to the production environment actually so i had to maintain this th- three stage uh up release procedure and actually i spent about half a day thinking how should how to get my flutter back how to get this um, this repo, uh, Flutter repository to to work. After making it work, finally after half a day, I said, "Okay, I need to make a copy of it. I need to make a copy of this repository to have to be able to switch between those stable working one and also I need to be able to to update my app to to the newest Flutter." And actually, um. I discovered that sim linking the directory to the main Flutter path works. So by doing a simple sim link to the, for example, the stable version that I have, this backup, and the newest version, I just, <clears throat> sorry, I just created the link connecting to one of those and it was working, right? So that was the idea. So I have two versions working so I could um, make it like uh, I can work on my uh, production app and still I can uh, try to update the the, the, the app to, to the newest Flutter. <coughs> Sorry. <clears throat> I'm, I'm not used to talking that much. And actually I looked at the um, Flutter version manager because I remember that Node has similar similar uh, tool so uh, it was of course there it was flutter version manager but it was like working more from the top so you have the host machine and you're setting okay i need this version and i need that version to be current version of flutter on my machine and i was thinking like okay that's true but i don't want to get from my ide to my uh like a companion app, I don't know if 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 there was a Flutter version manager sidekick app, as as they say it. So I looked at the initial documentation and I didn't see any anything that was interesting to me. So um, I I was thinking like, okay, I'm switching between branches on my on my repository. So I'm already in the in a console, and I'm doing git checkout the the update to flutter 2.0 branch and i want to just type fit fit the flat version flat fit the flat environment to this particular branch and it's all i wanted so i I was thinking like more more from the usability perspective that maybe my tool can be beneficial from the other i already had it 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 was working the concept was done so i said Okay, I'm usually the guy who starts something and and it's not finishing any project, so uh, I want to start it. I started it, so I want to finish it. And I just wrote the documentation, I wrote the, the, the comments. so uh, I had I had to make sure that it was that simple. so it's either you're, you're starting a project and you want to like freeze the current version that you have um, right now or you can fit your host environment to a certain project so it's not from the from the host perspective it's it's more from the from the project project pers- perspective so when you're changing a project uh, and uh, you have the certain version there you're just typing flan fit and it automatically downloads uh, and sets the the version that you have in the file that you can Add to your repository, and it was also important because I didn't see anywhere the information what version of Flutter I'm using, and on what one uh, on on and on what channel. So, for those who know, who don't know, Flutter has three channels: Dev, Stable, Master, and depending on uh, on the branch, um, you have different set of features. So. Uh, the version between master and stable can be a bit different at the time. So um, it was important for me to, to, to capture which version and which, uh, and which uh, branch it's on. So that's what I did. I just created a configuration file in the YAML, and then I created a script that's reading that and downloading the version. I also looked at the official uh, Flutter um, tool to see how they are done, how they did the done, grade, done, done grading part. So, actually, they are doing the uh, reset head on on the Git. So they are resetting the head to this to this point in in, in the history of of, of the repository to, to 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 get the current version, and that's actually the the whole reason. So. The creation of this tool was, to simplify, I broke it, then I fixed it, and I wanted to maintain it. And in the meantime, I wrote several scripts to help me, so I just thought, okay, I have something, maybe somebody will will get something from it. And it wasn't much more than that. It, I just tried somebody of, of course told me that in a comment section the 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 post that you t- uh, said that <clears throat> somebody said that uh, flutter version manager also has this functionality but actually even preparing for this podcast i was reading the documentation and it wasn't the main focus on the on their app so i think there's still place for 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 a small script like mine to to be um so, yeah, that's the reason behind the why this tool exists. It was quite funny, actually.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with kind of creating your own thing, like just for fun, or uh, maybe you find that the other ones just don't act the way that you want that to act, right? And I think that's that's totally fine. I just, you know... The only thing I think I have a problem with is people just create more things just because they think there's nothing else out there. Right. But there's a lot of problems when you, I mean, if you've actually, you've created your own packages, right. Once you create that package and you put it out there, people are going to be expecting you to, to maintain that. And you know, that's, I understand that. I also think that because you create something as a package that you're not going to always be maintaining it. Uh, but yeah, they're, People will come and find you if there's a problem, or they think there's a bug, or or, or they want to add something to it, etc. So, um, do you have know anybody else is actually using this version manager that you created?
1: I have no idea. <laughs> um, oh, nobody
0: complains, right?
1: Nobody complained, but uh, actually, I I don't know right now. Uh, I don't remember. I I'm switching be- between um, two things right now, so I'm I'm looking at my uh payment package and uh flutter environment package so these are my main uh things that i worked on and i see that five people started and one people forked it so i mean i think there's someone who, who 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 is using that um i even looked at the fork and i see that this person i I don't know if you can see what he's done with it, uh, but I think he he didn't change a thing. Uh, he just forked it. So, yeah, I mean, I think people are using it. I, I'm not sure. There is a lot to do uh, about it. I'm, I'm I'm aware of some some problems. Um, right now, I'm I'm not uh, I'm not fixing them because. Uh, it's fine by me to, to make it work like like this. There is and there is a way to make everything work perfectly, but there's also the way to break it, uh, as as usual with software. And since nobody is uh, nobody is uh, asking those questions, I, I I think I will eventually update it. But for now, I, I don't see uh, the the urge. Uh, of course, when somebody asks me to do something as from for example for the second package there was a guy who who said okay that, that's great but uh, the documentation says something about the uh, the, the the request re- redirect url and it's not clear to me can you please clarify in the documentation uh, and i fixed it right away um in the meantime i added some some features uh, that i m- knew were missing but I mean I'm open to anyone who who's willing to to help me with with that and who sees value in it, but yeah, I mean this was the the project that was meant to be that simple, and yet I wanted to finish it because when you're in a mindset of creating things uh, and I want to, and I really want to create things in my life um, I have the the joy uh, from from doing that. When you want to create something and you have the mindset that you're starting something and not finishing it, you need to break that cycle. So I think that this Flutter environment package, this simple one, because this is just a one file script, right? It, it was it, it was a, a quite important one line script to 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 end this. Endless um, breaking chain of unfinished projects, as I would say. So I wanted to. to I wanted j- just to finish it. it. It was my primary goal. I wanted to add, add the README file. I wanted to add the license. Now I have in my pipeline to add the contribute uh, MD file for people to know how to contribute. And uh, I don't know if anybody will but it's not the point. I want to do it, so yeah.
0: What about a code of conduct? I've seen a lot of people adding that to their repos too. Yeah, I mean, is that too much right now?
1: <laughs> uh, right now, I think it's too much. I, 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 I'll start small. We'll see how how it uh, when it goes. I'm often uh, the dreamer, so I'm thinking about way ahead about things. So, um, I, I need to focus on on what, what I have now. So. I have one branch, uh, no issues. That's great. Uh, no pull requests, but if somebody is open, I, I will add the uh, contribute file. And I think everything is open right now. It, there's no much code uh, actually to, 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 be maintained, but yeah.
0: So how do people actually find this tool? Cause I don't think you mentioned where it is exactly right. It's on GitHub, I'm guessing.
1: Yeah. It's on the GitHub, uh, it's also, I'm not promoting it anywhere, to be honest. I, I just, this one time when, when I re- released it, I just posted on, on the Facebook groups and on my Twitter that, okay, this is this thing I, I was playing with. I, I, I saw the, um, I had a need to do it. Uh, I, I fa- found something that that I thought nobody did, but. It was already there and, and I released it and it was just it. And that's the that's the only place that you can find it if, if, if you're interested. Uh, I also posted it recently on my new website. So in the see my work section, there is a there is a, this flanf package and also the Flutter uh, pay, you, pay you payment package that I released, uh, that I mentioned before. <laughs>
0: So, so the the Flemf is at your GitHub at github.com slash Luke Urban. So L U K E, U R B A N slash F L E N B flenv. I guess that's a combination of Flutter and environment, right? Yep. It, okay. It, I don't
1: remember that. That was the initial name and it was different, but I don't remember it right now. It, it it's like okay. Usually I'm more of a guy who thinks. There needs to be a perfect name for something that is catchy, that is good, that, is, that will say what what it is. But here it was like, okay, I need just to combine those two words. So it, it wasn't nothing. It was nothing special. I created cool
0: art ASCII artwork though. So yeah, this is true. He not not a bad job. Looks nice got the flutter logo in there looks like yeah it's it's a flutter logo
1: i i didn't make it i generated it
0: (laughs) yeah yeah i figured that so okay um i think you know we're running a little bit out of time but not a big deal uh you don't need to go do you or else you got a couple more minutes that would be good yeah i know this is during your working time right so I did remember you mentioned that to me.
1: Nobody will notice. I, will, I, I think I will, I, I will uh, do my hours later. Okay.
0: I, I did hear somebody once tell people that if I'm doing my job, nobody will notice. And if I'm not doing my job, also nobody will notice. So it's like, well, what the heck do you do? do, you do? Uh, I forgot the points, but something like that. If I do a really good job, you won't even notice I'm working. So I guess he just means that he makes everything run smoothly. So if it's not running smoothly, then probably he's not working.
1: Okay, so here's a problem because right. if I don't yeah. do my job, it, somebody will definitely notice. So I, I'm not sure yeah. about that.
0: Yeah. Uh, so towards the end of this, I usually ask a couple of questions quite similar, right? So I want to get your, your background. Um, do you think, like, what, what, what do you use for state management actually? in your projects?
1: It's a funny thing because I have a article coming up about state management. Uh, personally, I use provider, but actually I'm not a fan of this state management war, as I would call it. So mm-hmm. I think people, and um, it was actually based on the, on the same friend that I talked to previously, he started his project because I told him that state management doesn't matter Uh, because the Flutter community created so big hype around the Flutter uh, state management that he was afraid to start because he was afraid that he will fail doing the state management properly. And when I said to him, okay, just, just drop it, just create this state and go from there. If you need something, then ask the question, what do you need? I think provider is great for that and actually um, uh, i know that tadas was 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 a guest here on on, on your podcast i was listening mm. actually um, and uh, y- yesterday um somebody liked my comment under his video about riverbot where i said that uh, great video it's very s- simple uh, that simple and uh, everything's fine but and there's a but not about his video of course but about the the state management I don't think that state management is required every time. I mean, usually you have some API and you're fetching a your data. You have the f- feature builder, you're building, uh, building something and you're just displaying it. Right. Um, it's not like, like the, uh, developer quests app that, uh, father team make made. That you click something here and something's changing in three other places. Uh, usually, it's it's more simple than that, and I think for ninety nine percent of the okay, okay, ninety five percent of of, of, uh, of situations, the regular inherited widget or stateful widget will, will will suffice. I think it's enough. But if you want like a, like a good stable uh, solution, I think. Provider is very good, and Riverport as well. Um, I haven't played with Riverport that much, but Provider is the one that I think it's most vanilla for Flutter. So, um, I'm a fan of that, and that's the, the state management that, that I'm using.
0: Well, Why do you think, I, I also asked this question too, which is, why do you think that state management is such a hot topic in in Flutter, right? To me, it's just <laughs> it's just like you said. It's like a flame war will start, right?
1: I have no idea. Actually, I I, I, I jumped on the train of of uh, what state management should I use, and actually, I struggled a bit on the on that. And after doing some features, doing some screens. And I realized that uh, it's not needed. I mean, inherited widget is, is, is perfect. I, ne- I mean, if you structure your tree correctly um, and you know what you're passing and what you need, uh, you just need to... Actually, you just need to watch the, the initial Flutter Team state management video. It was, it's, I think I remember it's like 40 minutes long. But they said to uh, said something like uh, they they mentioned provider of course because um, from what I remember, Flutter team was working on a similar package that that provider is, and actually Remy created the provider package. So they didn't like release it. They just said, "Okay, provider is the thing, the similar thing that we were meant to to create," like it was the simultaneous uh, creation of those uh, this thing. So, they uh, right now in the documentation, they are uh, mentioning provider actually as one of the, those packages. And um, they said in this video, very important thing that I think most of the f- developers should, should remember, Flutter developers should, should remember and, and learn that if you need uh, the state to be in two places, just lift the state up. So live the state to a state to a place where every child can access it and then you have inherited widget coming into place and basically that's what provider is doing <clears throat> but doing some other things like getting the, uh, the, the all the all the all the widgets to 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 wrap your hand around it and all the access tools um and yeah that 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 after watching this video, I, I remember that I, I was thinking, "Okay, that's great. I know what I had to do, and I just did it." And right now, I'm, a, I'm an advocate to just create your software and focus on the problems that you have at hand, not not think too 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 far in the future. But I don't know what, what, why people are hyping. Maybe "father" is too easy, and they want to complicate it. That's, that's the way to put it.
0: Yeah. It's, it's always a big question. So, all right. I think that, you know, I asked basically the biggest questions, but I think there's just one last question I want to ask, which was, do you have any tips or like warnings for beginners or maybe people who are just getting out of the beginner stage, kind of what they should, you know, watch out for, or, or maybe just kind of give them a hint about how they can move forward in their Flutter career. I have two tips actually.
1: Uh, one of them is, uh, do not copy other people's code without thinking what it's doing. So Flutter, uh, is one of those languages that you can copy certain weird tree, paste it in your code and it's working, right? So don't do that without, um, without knowing what it does actually. Um, take some time to, to get into it and, Learn how the, the initial state of, of the, uh, the the Flutter framework works. So the stateful widget and stateless widget, And also look into inherited widgets. Uh, don't copy code, as I, as I would call it. Uh, one of the GDEs actually um, is releasing these um, tutorials about uh, these beautiful animations. Uh, and on one of this, his posts, the... the of course, he's asking for if you liked it, just buy me a coffee or something, and yeah, you can get get something more uh, from me, uh, some some more information, some some tutorial. Uh, but the code is for free. But if you want something more, you, if you want to me to explain how it works, buy me a coffee, right? It's a fair, it's a very fair uh, fair deal. And somebody asked, uh, "Okay, but I already have code for free, so why are you're asking me for money? I already have it." And it was like, "What the piece of guy? He's doing something for you. He wants to teach you something. He wants to give, bring you value, and you just want to rip off his his, his beautiful code, like the, the the beautiful effect that he 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 got." So that's the first question, uh, f- first tips. You need to know what you're copying. And the second question is um because how flutter 2.0 changes the game so um i also wrote the article about that uh so i'm hyped about flutter 2.0 as everyone is but i see some dangers that uh, usually people that uh, with the mindset that okay uh, what learn language should i learn to learn flutter Uh, With this kind of mindset, people can uh, think of Flutter like I would create one uh, code base, one code base, and it will work on web, Android, Android, iOS, um, Mac and Windows. Everything will work out of the box. Like, I just need to export it. Mm, Because this is, I think, how Flutter team presented it. But I don't think it's what they meant. I think what they meant is you have a tool that you can build applications for certain platforms for each and every of those platforms but i think you need to uh, take into consideration that the applications might might be different i mean the mobile app will behave completely different from um, windows app a uh, windows app will have completely different behavior for for example for mac os app because um they're completely different operating system and the um, user base is completely different and their um, experiences, the the, the design, the, the things that users are used to, they're completely different. Your business logic behind is the same from all of those apps, but remember that it's not like you can deploy application to each and every platform and it's the same code base. Uh, you have the tool you can create up for all those platforms platforms, but remember to, to do it responsibly as I would say.
0: Okay. Yeah. I think that's, that's pretty good tips. Um, is there any shout outs or anything you want to mention before we, we sign off?
1: Of course, shout out to my, uh, to my lovely girlfriend who's hopefully listening and to my friend Kuba. Who is, who helped me to, uh, with, with the journey, uh, on Flutter. And yeah, I think that that's it.
0: Okay. And with that, I thank you for coming on by. You have the scheduling link. So if you want to come back to talk about something in particular, feel free to schedule a session. No problem. Otherwise, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to, to join us. So with that, I say goodbye.
1: Thank you. Bye.